Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about a super important topic and that is the connection of gut and hormones. So many of you ask me questions about hormone balance because you're suffering from skin issues or hair loss or energy issues or inability to lose weight, period issues like not getting your period or having a super long, heavy, miserable period. So I got a lot of those questions last week, and that's why we're talking about the connection of the gut and hormones today. When people feel like they're struggling with hormones, often we see kind of the quick, not quick solution, but we think more about like the surface level solution of adding more healthy fats like avocados and salmon or seed cycling or cycle syncing. And there's some good reason to look into those things, but what we're missing is the root cause of hormone issues. And that is, you probably guessed it, the gut. The connection between hormones and the gut is so, so, so closely linked that if you don't address the gut, there's no way that you'll be able to fix hormone issues. So whether you're suffering from weight issues, skin issues, period issues, energy issues, or conditions like endometriosis, Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism, insulin resistance, estrogen dominance, anything like that, or PCOS, that's a really big one, this episode is for you. So what we'll do is we'll talk about the connection between the gut and the hormones just so you know what's happening in your body because it's helpful and it's interesting. And then we'll get into some practical tips that you can implement right away. Okay, so first up, we have the connection of your gut microbiome and estrogen. Estrogen-related diseases can be things like endometriosis, PCOS, estrogen-driven cancers, migraines, never-ending periods, so not fun stuff. And in order to keep your estrogen in check, you have to keep your gut microbiome in check. And this is because think of your gut microbiome as holding the strings to the estrogen like puppet show. Your gut microbiome has an enzyme that converts estrogen into its active form. So I'm really going to simplify this just so I'm not going to bore you with all the science. But basically what happens is that when the enzyme goes up, there's going to be too much like excess estrogen running in your body. And so that means like migraines, never-ending periods, and just like an estrogen roller coaster ride. On the flip side, when the enzyme in your gut dips too low, It's kind of like the puppeteers are taking a nap. They slack off and your estrogen production suffers and hello, hormone deficiency. So it's actually really interesting. Sometimes, I had this with a client recently, she had all of the classic signs of excess estrogen, but on hormone tests, her estrogen production was okay. So what was the issue? We picked it up on a gut test And what happened was the enzyme was super, super high, meaning that it led to a bunch of estrogen reabsorption and all of the unwanted symptoms like the migraines she was having, the never-ending periods, and just the estrogen roller coaster. So if she had just focused on the superficial hormone solutions like healthy fats or cycle syncing, she probably wouldn't have resolved her symptoms. But because she chose to dig deeper and work on her gut, she now doesn't have any of these estrogen-related symptoms. So just as an example of your hormone levels, technically like the hormone production being okay, but the activity in the gut causing the changes in estrogen levels that are causing all of your symptoms. So just remember that your gut holds the strings to the 
estrogen show and we have to keep it in check. Otherwise, estrogen levels are going to go crazy. Up, you have your gut and a thyroid connection. So when it comes to your thyroid, and again, I'm simplifying this just so you get an idea what's going on, but without going into like the super boring details, but you've probably heard of your thyroid hormones, T3 and T4. Think about T3 as the active hormone. It's like the go-getter, the one that rolls up its sleeves and gets things done. It revs up your metabolism, helping you maintain a healthy weight. It keeps your energy levels up and just keeps your body just humming along smoothly. And then you have T4, which is your other thyroid hormone. There's other ones, but we're focusing on these. So that's like the precursor hormone. Think about it like the trusty sidekick waiting to be called into action. So T4 gets converted into T3 when your body needs an extra boost. So where does this conversion happen? And that is, you probably guessed, (laughs) your gut. So if the conversion isn't optimal and you can't convert from T4 to T3, you're not going to get all the amazing benefits of a healthy thyroid, like a good body temperature, healthy digestion, thinking clearly, and like positive mood. So like the thyroids are really as cheesy as it sounds, kind of like the superheroes of your hormonal system. And again, if your gut isn't working well, the conversion is not going to happen and you're not going to have a healthy thyroid gland. Like I said, it's a little bit more complicated than this because the thyroid is like a feedback loop. But bottom line, you have to remember if your gut isn't healthy, your thyroid is not going to work well and you're going to have issues with your weight, with your energy, and with just like feeling good. Your thyroid is really important to just keep your body running smoothly. Another connection of your thyroid And your gut is that your gut microbiome influences the absorption of micronutrients like iodine, iron, copper, selenium, and you really need enough of these nutrients in order to have a healthy thyroid. So if you have leaky gut or just like a suboptimal gut, the absorption is not going to work as well. And that's another thing that can impact your thyroid. Okay. And the final one we'll talk about today is the connection of insulin and your gut. Insulin is the hormone that controls your blood sugar. We're not going to get into the science of the connection because I'll probably bore you, but just know that the better your gut is, the better you can handle and control your blood sugar, meaning the more carbs you can eat. For example, when my gut was not in tip-top shape, everything made my blood sugar spike. And now I can eat a really good amount of carbs, like a lot, a lot, and my body still does really well. And so just a reminder that if you want to eat more carbs and enjoy your life and food more, then you have to work on your gut. And the answer is not to avoid carbs. The answer is to work on your gut and you'll be able to tolerate them much better. Okay. Just kidding. There's a fourth one. As you can probably tell, I don't have a script or notes for these podcasts and I kind of just go off the top of my head. So I forgot this one, but the connection of your gut and cortisol, which is your stress hormone, is also super real. So if your gut's not working well, the hormone cortisol, the levels aren't going to be optimal and it's going to affect your stress response. And cortisol also affects all of your other hormones as well. And so another reason to keep your gut in check. Okay. So on to some practical tips that you can start doing today. Number one, I always talk about this, but eat a diversity of produce. And this can be as simple as getting mixed berries instead of just one type of berry getting mixed nuts instead of just one type of nuts, getting mixed beans instead of just one type of bean. So really just like getting new fruits and vegetables into your routine. And 
I feel like this is easier said than done because we fall into specific habits. So just remember when you go to the grocery store, pick up like just one new thing a week that you usually don't eat. And this is important because like, like again, each different fiber type feeds a different bacteria in your gut, leading to better gut balance and leading to better hormone production. A second thing is strengthening your gut lining. So you can do this with things like bone broth, gelatin, collagen, or glutamine is also a good one. There's not a ton of research on these things. So it's important to note that it works for some people. Some people have had, have a lot of success with them, others not. So it's something that you just need to try and see how you feel. But again, if there's not too many studies behind this, so just putting that out there. Another thing that tends to work for a lot of people when it comes to hormone imbalances stemming from the gut is a raw carrot salad. So just like grating raw carrots with some olive oil or a little bit of coconut oil and some apple cider vinegar. Again, this is something that there's not a ton of research behind, but it appears to be that there's something special about the fiber and carrots that helps get rid of excess estrogen in your body. So that's something you can try as well. Another super, super, super important thing is making sure that you're going to the bathroom every single day. I said this in one of the previous podcasts, but not going to the bathroom every day has become so common, but it is not normal. So going every other day is not okay. Like you should be going to the bathroom and eliminating every single day. Otherwise you're going to have gut problems. You're going to have hormone problems. So it's the first thing you should focus on. And I will hopefully do an episode soon on constipation tips because everybody seems to be struggling with that. Other ones that I'm going to go through quickly because I'm running out of time. You guys know I like to keep these as close to 10 minutes as possible. So consider omega-3 supplements or ideally just adding more omega-3 sources of food to your diet. Omega-3s are super important for your gut lining. Making sure that you're using good oils, not like cheap processed and refined oils. That's a really important one because we tend to use oils a lot. So that's one to really just be mindful of. Of course, if you're dining out and you don't have control, but like at home, try to use good quality extra virgin olive oil. And then other things that I already talked about in previous episodes, things like prebiotic fiber powders, meal timing, stress, things like that. You can go back to the previous episodes and listen, and I will touch on them again in future episodes as well. Okay, so I hope that that was helpful. I know I ran through the practical tips really quickly, but the idea of this episode was just to show you how connected your gut and your hormones are. So if you suffer from any hormonal issues, whether that be skin, weight, energy, hair, you know that you have to work on your gut. And don't settle for the surface level solutions because the hormone issues will always come back. So work on your gut. Start with one thing. Don't feel like you have to do everything that was mentioned here. Start with one thing that you can do today and let me know how it goes. And I will see you guys next week. 